It would appear as the election results in Turkey are about 98% in that President Erdogan's 20-year challenge that it was expected to be uh, a chance for a new political leadership to come in, a more conservative uh, one, but one that would be more liberal and open to other ideas. Erdogan is uh, basically seen as uh, more of a uh, Islamic conservative in that uh, he believes in traditional Islamic values alongside the uh, delivery of services in Turkey. And of course, Turkey is... Uh, government is uh, that of uh, being a secular one still, but it is increasingly one that is leaning towards uh, more and more areas of support for their religious institutions. And of course, it being a majority Islamic country, it is obviously going to be one that plays along those lines when it sees that from its people. And that is probably the edge that Erdogan has, even though a lot in the West don't want to admit it. Many Turks view themselves as more European than, than Islamist, and uh, many of them actually view themselves more as part of Europe than part of the Middle East. But it is, in fact, Turkey that is the fulcrum between East and West. It is where the twain meet, and it is definitely where Erdogan has at least survived his biggest challenge in 20 years in power in Turkey. Here we listen to one of the correspondents of Al Jazeera talking from the area uh, of uh, Erdogan's headquarters as he gave a speech saying that he was willing to accept that there would be a second round of votes because he had not received a 50% majority as of this time. But it is most likely that he is pulling ahead because with the two candidates uh, in the lead being uh, himself and uh, his challenger from the opposition, only getting 45%, Erdogan is definitely in the lead at this moment in Turkey. We have seen that people have waited for him for hours and hours. Of course, they were expecting him to say that we have, uh, we have won. They were expecting him to declare and announce a victory, but that didn't come. So he said that they are clearly leading the polls. Uh, however, they have to wait for the unofficial results to be announced by the high election uh, election committee. And he said that we are not like the opposition. We are honest against our nation. We are not trying to manipulate the results while the votes are still being uh, counted. So. He says that the winner here in this election is the democracy. And he says that the, uh, the accusations that are coming from the opposition toward the results or the institutions are actually showing the internal fights within the uh, opposition. And that has been an argument of Erdogan throughout of his whole election campaign. He was emphasizing the fragility of the opposition and he was saying that they do not have a common goal but some interest and he was saying that this coalition will not be able to, 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 to keep itself together. Then later at the end of his speech he started to talk about how they have distanced themselves from the terrorism, from the PKK because throughout his election campaign he was accusing the opposition also to cooperate with the PKK as well. So from that point on we can see that 
it started to become a kind of campaign speech. So as of now, it seems that he's also expecting the election to go to the second round. That's why he has already started started the campaign here. So as they look at uh, a second round of voting, it, it is interesting, you know, uh, countries like Turkey uh, have these uh, systems wherein uh, they actually uh, look at the possibilities of, of uh, you know, more than one candidate, a pl- pl- plurality of candidates, and uh, how, you know, each one of these candidates, uh, whether it's Kili Kogan, I'm trying to pronounce his name, I'm very sorry if I, if I get it wrong, but Kili Kili Dar Golu is the uh, is the opposition leader uh, with forty five percent of the vote. Erdogan has forty nine point three percent of the vote. Uh, another rival is a right wing candidate, uh, Ogan, O G A N, Ogan. Uh, he has five point two percent of the vote, and it is uh, in the assembly seats within the parliament of Turkey that you see a large majority of members from Erdogan's party as being very active in uh, in the results, meaning that they it likely would, would uh, you know, be able to uh, uh, retain uh, the lead in their, uh, in that race, of course, that is, that is moving forward here, you know, as, as people look at it and see it. It is. It is just not something that that a lot of people are looking at uh, to to a point wherein you you know get to this aspect, this area, and see an election that still has has yet to uh, have a full formal decision on. But as we said, uh, Kekolik, the uh, the opposition leader, uh, casting his vote, uh, seemed almost sure that Erdogan was in the lead. The, the polls kind of kind of showed it. But the opposition basically, you know, taking a very strong stance that, that they did have a chance and that they would have a, uh, a ability to, uh, to uh, come forward with it. Now, of course, we can look at the other side of the, the election results as uh, it is uh, seen from, from the headquarters of the primary opposition candidate in uh, Turkey. For the opposition coalition, the preliminary results and the strong indications that we are definitely going to go to a second round are a vindication for what they have been saying over the past few months, which is the need for a new chapter in Turkey. They say that their rival President Recep Tayyip Erdogan of the ruling party failed to win a vote of confidence and that the runoff is going to be another decisive moment for them to move forward and win the election. Their message has so far been that of the need to restore democracy and to fix the economy. And it remains to be seen that whether they will be able to energize the voters across the country to win the election. There is a new element in this election, which is basically the remarkable performance of the third candidate, Sinan Ugan of the Atta uh, Alliance. The opposition is going to talk to him for a potential coalition, expanding the coalition for him to join them. If that happens, their chances for winning the election are going to be 
extremely strong. But if they fail, they will have to look into biting into the support base of President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in rural areas in across the country. But as far as the opposition is concerned, they say that the, the tonight is an indication that they are likely to reverse the trend of the unprecedented number of political election wins by President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. And it's just a matter of time before they defeat him in the runoff. Hashmah Baral Jazeera, Ankara. So that's uh, Hashma Abtin of Al Jazeera in Ankara. And of course, we're, we're listening to uh, some of what is going on there. Not a lot of people get Al G's here in New York, or those who do don't really watch it anymore because of Al G's past of, you know, tending to show beheading videos and that type of thing. And, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, seen by some in New York as not exactly a popular spot for a place that, you know, thinks about 9 11 a lot. Uh, anyway, the overall impact of, of the election, of course, is something that, that is being studied, is being looked at, and uh, is, uh, is, is being closely analyzed by people not just in, in the Middle East, but of course here in the United States as well, where they're, where they're very concerned with, with uh, what is happening. Of course, Turkey being a NATO member uh, on the edge of uh, this, this entire area, and you do have a lot of analysts looking at it and trying to figure out what is going on. Voter confounding expectations. Polls were showing that uh, opposition candidate Kılıçdaroğlu uh, would be in a in more, more contested race with President Erdogan, perhaps falling within the same percent point. So President Erdogan pulling up maybe three points ahead or more. Uh, that's surprising. What is even more surprising is the emergence of a third poll candidate this was supposed to be a two-way race between Erdogan and Kılıçdaroğlu. A third poll candidate, his name is Oğan, who uh, got not a significant part of the vote, but enough to be a spoiler. He got 5%, and that probably denied either of the two candidates a 50% outright victory, uh, likely forcing the election to a runoff. This candidate, Oğan, is an anti-immigrant, anti-refugee uh, candidate, and I think it's basically a, a new epoch in Turkish politics because both sides will uh, court him to get his votes and they will have to do at least something to satisfy his base and his message. Probably President Erdogan more likely because uh, on, uh, the, although he's centrist, supposedly doesn't uh, sync up with either of the parties, polls were showing that he was getting more voters from Erdogan's alliance than from Kılıçdaroğlu's alliance. And Oğan has a bargain here. He wants the pro-Kurdish HDP uh, support for the uh, opposition leader Kılıçdaroğlu to end. That will be a trade-off for the opposition bloc, whether they want Kurdish votes or the votes of this immigrant party. So uh, this has really gone into, into an interesting two-week period. In most countries, elections last one day. In Turkey, I think they'll last for 15 days, starting from today until the end of the runoff on the 28th. Hey, this one is uh, the here in the United States sometimes last the effects up to four years, dude. So <laughs> take it easy, man. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Kolish Daru, I'm very sorry about, you know, mispronouncing the name of the opposition leader in Turkey. It is uh, kind of my fault there, obviously. I'm uh, just trying to broaden my horizons and my listenership base. I, we do have a lot of Turks who do tune in. I actually have listeners in Turkey. And, uh, you know, of course, Kolish Daru's uh, strong showing is something that was uh, expected. Uh, but it was Ogan uh, who came in with, you know, getting 5% of the vote on his platform 
being more right of center and uh, probably very strong against the uh, hyper-immigration that is happening in many parts of the world. With Turkey faced with a 50% inflation rate, you know, 50% of products uh, going up in price, one can understand why indeed uh, the economic issues are something that is very strong and why an anti-immigrant party such as that of Ogan has uh, impacted the election, leading to no clear winner among the two front runners, although they lead by a far, far majority over the uh, third party uh, candidate. Uh, he only got 5% of the vote, the other two got 45 and uh, Odoan getting uh, 49.3 respectively. That's the latest for me. For now, I'm Mike of New York. We'll keep an eye on the Turkish elections and what happens. Of course, this is just the first round. There will be a second round, unless, of course, some votes suddenly pop up from somewhere. Who knows? But we shall see. I am Mike of New York. That is the latest for me for now on this election in Turkey. Thank you so much for tuning in.